SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. And thanks to the MoneyWeb team. They return at 6pm here on South Africa's news and information leader. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll be unpacking this weekend's Soweto Derby. What a great game of football it was. Orlando Pirates up against Kaiser Chiefs. There was uh, a lot of talk in the build-up to that game. And I think a lot of critics have been silenced following that match on Saturday evening. We'll chat to Neil Gregg from AfricanFootball.com to get his thoughts on that match. We'll also chat to one of the heroes of that Orlando Pirates victory, Ayanda Ngaba, joining us. But we start with news of the day. Platinum Stars boss Kevin Johnson and Mpumalanga Black Aces striker Collins Mbasuma have been named absolute premiership coach and player of the month, respectively, for October. The Aces star was grateful for the accolade but was quick to pass on the credit. To move up to, to my team, I think it's not about me, it's about the teamwork. And uh, I have to thank uh, management, coaching staff and the players. You know, it's true. And uh, I want to thank George and the team management to give me this opportunity, you know, to believe on me and the, to give me the chance to be at the Maranga Black Aces. We'll be chatting to Dequena coach Kevin Johnson later in the show as well. Well, the next Soweto Derby taking place this weekend. Telcom knockout semi-finals. And good news is tickets are now on sale for those semis. News out of Cape Town. Roger Dessar has signed a new contract with IX Cape Town. That'll see him remain at the Urban Warriors until 2018. In Europe, Chelsea striker Diego Costa will reportedly not face disciplinary action over his clash with Liverpool defender Martin Skirtle on Saturday. Robin van Persie and Memphis Depay have been left out of the Netherlands' squad for the upcoming friendlies against Wales and Germany. Lionel Messi is reportedly set to miss El Clasico away to Real Madrid on the 21st of November, that due to his current knee injury. There is football to look forward to this evening. Tottenham Hotspur welcome the mighty Aston Villa to White Hart Lane. Kickoff in that is at 9 o'clock tonight. In swimming news, Chad Leclerc won gold in the 100 metre freestyle on day one of the Doha leg of the FINA World Cup. More silverware uh, for Team South Africa. It was a gold and a silver. Cameron van der Berg claimed victory in the 50-meter breaststroke ahead of SA Compassion Guilo Zorzi. In rugby news, speculation is rife that Springbok coach Heineke May has signed a new four-year deal that is believed to be worth 5 million rand per year. The deal, however, is not cast in stone and needs to be approved by Saru's general counsel early in December. May has copped heavy criticism in recent times for opting for a conservative game plan and many pundits are calling for his head. Should the intention to extend May's contract be improved, uh, uh, approved, rather, he is likely to coach the box through to the 2019 World Cup in Japan. Later IRB World Rankings were released today. New Zealand's top spot after winning the World Cup ahead of Australia. South Africa in third. Wales have moved ahead of Argentina into fourth. Meanwhile, All Black centre Sonny Bill Williams was presented with a replacement Rugby World Cup winner's medal. That after he gave his original to a fan following Saturday night's final at Twickenham in the Rugby World Cup uh, at the Rugby Awards, World Rugby Awards ceremony last night. There was a glimmer of light for South Africa too at those awards. Blitzbox star Vadna Cook named as the World Rugby Sevens Player of the Year. Domestically, new Stormers coach Eddie Jones is set to arrive in Cape Town later this week. Jones recently signed a deal with the Cape franchise after not renewing his contract with Japan. He was the mastermind of the Springboks opening defeat at the World Cup at the hands of Japan.
In cricket news, James Taylor was unbeaten on 74 as England reached stumps on day two of the third test against Pakistan. They reached 222 for four at the close of play. The visitors still trail Pakistan by 12. The South African women's cricket team will host England, the West Indies, New Zealand and Bangladesh next year in their bid to qualify for the 2017 ICC World Cup. In tennis news, Novak Djokovic maintains his lead at the top of the ATP World Rankings. Kevin Anderson still in 12th. Roger Federer has moved above Andy Murray into second that after his impressive win against Rafael Nadal at the Swiss Indoors in Basel yesterday. Nadal replaces Kainisi Kori in sixth. The ladies' rankings, Serena Williams still on top of those. Agnieszka Radvanska climbed above Petra Kvitova. She is now in fifth. Jason Day in the golf rankings is still number one while Louis Oosthuizen is the highest ranked South African. He's sitting at 13th. Brandon Grace is 22nd. Charles Swartel dropped to 52nd while Yaku Fonsale who had an impressive weekend on the European Tour finishing second yesterday is currently at 75th, George Kutsia at 77th. Coming up next here on SAFM, and don't forget you can be in touch, you can SMS 34701, those SMS is charged at 1 Rand, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, it is the PSL Radio Show, Second Jalo, and to kick things off with Kevin Johnson. It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. You're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This is the PSL radio show, Second Chalo, and we join now by the man of the moment. Not only did they pick up a pretty decent win in Pretoria yesterday, but he was also named as the PSL coach of the month, Kevin Johnson from uh, Platinum Stars. Welcome on to SAFM. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you very and good evening to all your listeners, and thank you for having me on your show. Kevin, congratulations uh, on, on the, the awards. Uh, we'll get on to the weekend's result, but uh, you must be pretty proud uh, from a, a coaching perspective. Yeah, in one moment, Brad, uh, Kevin Johnson is a little bit proud, but uh, Kevin Johnson doesn't take all the credit. I think Kevin Johnson has to, number one, give credit to our main uh, backers, which is RBN. And then, of course, uh, he has to give credit to Firstly, uh, the board that he reports to, and the man that runs most of the things, which is Senzo Masagiza, and uh, also to all his backroom staff, which is probably the most important thing in today's modern world of football. Kevin, you mentioned that in the in in, in the, the press conference that I heard you were talking about, just the, all the effort that goes into it. But on on a personal note, do, do these do these Awards actually mean anything to to you in the greater scheme of things? I mean, Platinum Stars off to a great start the season. At the end of the day, and at the end of the season, all that matters is where you're sitting on on the log, and and, and if if or if not, uh, you've won any trophies. Uh, yes, I think uh, the biggest trophy is that for us personally, as a club and as a team, we've won a trophy for the fact that we were able to assemble a good team this year, and. Uh, Football gods been on our side. We were able to gel them together and uh, get the results coming to this part of the coming to this stage of the of the league. And uh, winning a trophy is just, uh, uh, for example, like the coach of the month is a little trophy for us that shows that we are on top of the track and we we doing things correctly in being able to number one uh, develop a brand of football. 
Number two, get the results, which is always important within the game of football. And number three, uh, the promotion of, uh, or the future promotion of a lot of our young players from the academy. You mentioned the results, and you obviously picked up a very important one this weekend. Three points at the, the Tuck Stadium in Pretoria against the University of Pretoria. It takes you top of the log, and because of uh, the result on Saturday at the FNB Stadium with Orlando Pirates beating Kaiser Chiefs, means you're the only unbeaten side uh, in the PSL at the moment. Uh, things looking pretty good at the stage of the season. Yes, Brad, in, in one moment, yeah, we'd like to touch wood and thank the, thank the players for most, uh, mostly thank the players for going out onto the pitch week in and week out and giving a hundred and fifty percent in order to maintain uh, what we have as 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 uh performance bases and uh, uh what what can you call it like uh I, I lost the word now. But uh places that we'd like to be in this time of the of, of the season. Kevin, let's talk about that win yesterday. Three points. Uh, I mean, it was a clinical performance. You must be must be pretty chuffed with that. Uh, I mean, you obviously want to turn the Royal Buffer King into a fortress at home, and uh, but but uh, picking up three points on the road like you did yesterday must be very satisfying. Yes, that is one moment very satisfying. The fact that uh, you know we knew we were going to uh, Tux, and Tux is a good team, uh, but we also knew that Tux is in not a good space at this time of the season. And they having uh, a couple of things. I mean, uh, the first one was the fact that the the head coach was suspended for this game, so uh, we knew we, we we could use those little things outside of football, the little tools that give you a little bit of an edge over the the opposition, and we tried to use that to our advantage. And uh, again, uh, we planned properly. The the team behind me planned very well, and we 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 all put our shoulder to the wheel. And we're able to get the result, which for us is always good because uh, during the course of the season, I think I don't think it's the first one that we run away. And uh, then, of course, the lessons we learned going away to Mpumalanga Black Aces and leading the game at at 2-0 and come the 91st and 92nd minute, uh, 93rd and 92nd minute, sorry, we we draw the game 2-2. And those are lessons that, uh, as a as a team, as a club, we we take very seriously because. Uh, we need to work on those things. And again, yesterday we were able to maintain that, and uh, it showed in the in the end of the game that the players were up for the challenge, especially against a good team like uh, the University of Tux. You face another uh, team from University on on Wednesday. You you host Vitz. Uh, they're a totally different kettle of fish to to where I'm a Tux are at the moment. They're playing really good football. One point behind you, the log. Uh, they're sitting in in third position. It's going to be a totally different prospect on Wednesday. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, today, uh, Wednesday's game will com- be completely different. We're playing against a man that's won the Tax Championships three times. He knows how to win. Uh, a championship. He knows how to put a good team together. And uh, in all respect to Gavin Hunt, he's got a good team. He's got good, very, very good players. And uh, uh, we're looking to, the only thing we look to come Wednesday is go out onto the pitch and play a good game of football and make the best team win. Kevin, let's just uh, touch quickly on, on something you, you mentioned about the young players, and, and I always like using IS Cape Town as an example. If you look at uh, just the youth structures that they've put in place and how the, the, they're reaping the rewards now of that. As far as Platinum Stars go, you guys have also got a pretty decent uh, sort of youth structure in place there, and, and you've got some exciting youngsters coming through the ranks. 
It's better. I mean, uh, you know, I escaped and I was part of the, 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 the initial setup from 2000 to 2006. I worked there as well. And, uh, that new stars has, has, has come through. I mean, this year alone, we started the youngest player probably in the PSL this year in Cabo uh, Melo Khorisang. He's the number 17 international. He just come back from the World Cup. And he played his first game against Golden Arrows. Uh, we gave him 15 minutes or 10 minutes, I guess, on the pitch. And uh, he's the first one that's come through. But uh, behind him there are about four or five other players that we're looking to bring through probably this year, uh, late in the year or early next year. And uh, they will make their debut as well, besides him, going forward. So definitely exciting times for Dequena. Kevin, thank you so much for your time once again. Congratulations on that award and uh, best luck for the rest of the season. It's off to a great start and I'm sure you're hoping you can continue it uh, into into next year. Well done. No, thank you very much for having me on your show, Brad, and thanks for all the accolades uh, going to Platinum Stars and uh, we hope to be able to continue in the, in the same vein uh, right through the season. The hotter the issue, the harder we tackle it. SAFM, keeping the temperature soaring all summer. The Sala Awards celebrate their 10th anniversary with an action-packed two-day program of African Arts Expo featuring literature, poetry, books, music, dance, arts and crafts on the 6th and 7th November at Swan Event Center, Pretoria. Professor Michelle Kitae Mugo, world-renowned activist, academic and author, will deliver the first International African Writers' Day lecture. World-renowned activist, academic and author will deliver the first International African Writers' Day lecture. Featured artists include Kiorapet Khosi Zile, Minyato Machole Kotet, Mulefe Pido, Gloria Bosman, Femi Koya, Lifi Tladi, Piti Kantuli, Maisha Mamponya and many more. Tickets at CompuTicket. For more information, visit sala.org.za and africacenturyconference.co.za. Daura Africa. Bua Africa. Proudly brought to you by the Rise Associates, Department of Arts and Culture, and the SABC. PSL Radio well, there you have it, Kevin Johnson, the coach of the month, joining us here on the PSL radio show, Second Jalo. But uh, one of the big fixtures, and there was a massive build-up to it uh, last week, took place on Saturday at the FNB Stadium. And often the Soweto derbies tend to be pretty cagey affairs, but this one lacked nothing. It was full of drama and intrigue. And joining us now from AfricanFootball.com is Neil Gregg. Neil, welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap, the PSL radio show, Second Jalo. What a game of football that was on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, thanks for calling and and getting my views. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised because I've been quite critical of the last few derbies. Well, actually, the last... Last few seasons, really, I think they've been quite watered down in terms of there's been too much uh, action between the two clubs in you know, a pre-season friendly games like the the, the Carling Black Label Cup, which is a great marketing um, attempt and, and great for the fans, but it all waters down the real deal derbies when it comes to uh, premiership football. And, and I think we've been seeing too many draws, too many negative games where they cancel each other out. And so it was a, a pleasant, pleasant, pleasant uh, surprise and turnaround, and um, just good for the game. 
Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Neil. I mean, it, it was a breath of fresh air as, as far as Soweto derbies go. And uh, you, you mentioned the Carling Black Label Cup, and it's all for, for a bit of fun. But this one, there was so much at stake going into this, not just the three points, as I said on Friday afternoon uh, on the show, but Eric Tinkler was under enormous amounts of pressure. Even though Kaiser Chiefs have got off to a, a fairly decent start this season, there is pressure on, on Steve Compella. But let, let's touch on Pirates. Though. How important were those three points for, for Pirates, and in particular for Eric Tinkler? Yeah, I think it's really a difficult one because if you think about what they've been doing for the South African flag and for our country, I mean, they're the one club that commands respect um, as far as North Africa goes, you know, as far as the top top of our continent, it's Orlando Pirates that that carry the respect and carry our flag, you know, because of what they've done in the past in the mid-90s and now in the last uh, few years in Africa, they've really done well. And we must remember that uh, they are going to struggle in the PSL if they are reaching cup finals of African continental competition because of the way the calendars run and uh, the stress of, of traveling to North Africa, West Africa. These things are taxing on the players. And I don't think that the, the right way to, to criticize would be Eric Tinkler must go or we must change the players. I mean, they've been, they've been carrying the weight of the nation and uh, it's come to be expected that something is going to suffer um, in the early part of the season. And, you know, they they showed on the weekend that that was true, that their, their, their uh, lack of results in, in the premiership has been because of what the efforts that they're putting in uh, when it comes to travelling and, and, and playing against some of the top teams on our continent. And um, what they did on the weekend against Kaiser Chiefs, dismantling Kaiser Chiefs, and really um, upping the tempo in a big match is to show what they've learned in Africa, and that's to play big games against quality opposition um, in knockout phase format. And uh, playing Kaiser Chiefs in the derby is as big as, as those games. The pressure's on and it's a big match. And the temperament and the character of the players was there to to um, to be seen. And, and this is what playing in African competition has done to improve Orlando Pirates players and as a football club. So I think it's, it's a wonderful um, um, example of how far the club has come and how they're continuing to grow because of how seriously they're taking Africa. Um, and it's good for our football in general. We can put aside our loyalties to Chiefs or Pirates and put on a South African cap. What this means for our football is a, is a very, very um, exciting space to have a team that is regularly competing at the top. Coming back to the derby, they really did play well, deserved their win. Um, and uh, there was a lot. I think this game is now going to put Pirates back on track. I you know, believe that they can you know, win something domestically this season as they, as they ease off um, you know, what their cash commitments in the coming weeks. The, the word you used to, to describe the way Orlando Pirates beat Kaiser Chiefs was, was dismantled. What's going on with Chiefs? I mean, this is a, a huge blow for them. They were pretty confident going into this one. Orlando Pirates won a bit of a low in the league. Uh, this, is, uh, this is a bit of pull to swallow for, for Steve Compella. Well, I never, I never, I never thought that uh, Kaiser Chiefs were going to be at the level that they were under Stuart Baxter, and I and I say that for a couple of reasons. I think tactically they had the most astute coach in the Premiership. He was a he was a level above every other coach. I say that respectfully, but he was able to take a team and uh, get them to play a certain way that um, you know, if if the quality on the field and the players are able to cancel each other out, which is often the case in the Premiership. He was able to give his team a certain edge, and it was what he was able to get out of his players, especially from a tactical point of view. 
the way they played, the way they defended, and their set pieces, whether defending or attacking set pieces, they always had an edge. They always, they always had the ability to score an extra goal from a set piece. And you've got that out of the equation now. They have a new coach who's a very good coach, Steve Compella, but he's going to take time to adapt. This is a very different kind of job than what he is used to. And they lost their two centre-backs. Very, very crucial players to the last two seasons of Kaiser Chiefs. So, you know, they'll still be right up there in the running. But at the same time, they're playing against their old foes, their rivals, a pirate who's on the back of an African run. They've also signed well. They've got a very, they've got, they've got a lot of debts in all in the pirates. And they've had to do that because of their, their Africa commitment. So, uh, I would say on the day, the Chiefs disappointed. I think it would have been a lot, uh, everyone expected a much closer affair. Um, but I do think Chiefs have the ability, the experience, and to pull things right and still be in the running for, for trophies. Speaking of trophies, they've got seven days to avenge that uh, defeat from the weekend. Telcom knockout semi-final, same place, uh, same team. Are we going to see a same sort of match? I think it will be quite different. I mean, cup football, Kaiser Chiefs are always up there with uh, the cup king pedigree, and they've got the experience of this kind of uh, event. I think the key will be in how the coach, Steve Compella, can... Um, motivate his players, not, make them to believe in themselves again, that they are a team that has the cup pedigree, that has uh, the last few seasons of uh, what they've achieved um, to draw on. But again, I think there's a lot, uh, even more than, than that going on behind the scenes. And that would be, uh, can Kaiser Chiefs actually bring a plan B? I think if it's not working on the day, and certain experienced players are not coming off, you know, uh, the Shabalalas, the Parkers, uh, the These are players who've carried Chiefs over the years. And we've seen George Lebese rise up and, and really become a key player this season, probably the best player for Chiefs this season. But who else? You know, Who else is going to rise up? We're looking for other players that Kaiser Chiefs to, to stand up and bring a plan B um, to the field and actually um, come out of the shadows. And I think with Pirates, we're seeing that. We're seeing the likes of Gabuza uh, scoring goals and growing as a player. We've still got the likes of Issa um, um, Saar and good signings that have come in and actually made an impact. So I think everyone related to Chiefs and fans in general are just wanting to see um, something come out of the cup, um, some character um, from the team, from the squad players, to, to really you know put their hands up and, and show what they can do. Well, looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, another great game, I'm sure, although, like uh, Neil says, it's probably slightly different the way the teams approach it because it is a cup game. Neil Gregg from AfricanFootball.com, thank you so much for uh, your time this evening on SAFM. Much appreciated. We look forward to catching up again soon. Only a pleasure, guys. All the best, eh? Radio Show. Well, there's some great football this weekend. We've touched on it uh, with Neil Gregg and one of the heroes of that Soweto derby. Got on the score sheet, had a pretty solid game as well. Was uh, Orlando Pirates' Ayanda Ngaba. Ayanda, welcome onto the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo tonight. First of all, congratulations on the win as a team. You guys must be over the moon. Oh, thank you very much. And, um, yeah, it was a great win over the weekend. You know. uh, it was not easy. But then uh, we made it to, to, to overcome uh, Chiefs. 
I had in the build-up to, to Saturday's game, there was a lot of talk about uh, Orlando Pirates and the slump in form in the league. But you guys have had a, a pretty pretty busy schedule, particularly with the, the continental stuff you've you've been doing. And as as often is said, uh, form is temporary, class is permanent. And, and you guys really put your hands up and, and were counted on the weekends. Uh, that must be very satisfying, quietening down your critics slightly after after the weekend. Yeah, it was it was very important, you know, uh, to, to to bounce back, you know, after uh, a loss uh, against uh, Golden Eris, you know. So coming over to, to the weekend, uh, a lot of people were, you know, uh, doubting that uh, we were going to be able to to uh, win the game against Peace, you know. But then uh, came the weekend, and uh, the guys, you know, uh, performed uh, real good, and then we we came back with the three points. Ayana, in my chat to Neil Gregg a short while ago, we were talking about Soweto derbies over the last few seasons and how often they, they turn out to be quite, I don't want to say tame affairs, but there have been many draws and, and, and it's almost like both teams are, are, are scared to make mistakes and don't really play. Orlando Pirates came out guns blazing on Saturday. What, what did the coach say to you guys? What was the strategy going into that game? Because it looked like a rejuvenated Orlando Pirates. It, it was a fabulous performance. Uh, we, we just wanted to, to, to play uh, a good brand of football, you know, because uh, you know that derbies uh, are, are always, uh, you know, uh, coming out with draws, you know, because people are like afraid to play, you know, afraid to make mistakes. But then came the weekend, we just told ourselves that, you know what, uh, no matter what happens, uh, as long as we, we, we play our football, we stick to, to, uh, to the instructions that were given to us by the coach, you know, so we, 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 we hope that uh, things are going to go well. Plus, you know, and then the, they did go uh, well to 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 to, to according to, to the coaching instructions, you know. So uh, I say that uh, the the credit has to go to to the guys, you know, because uh, they they fought uh, throughout the ninety minutes. And tell me how frustrating it's been for for you and and, and the rest of the club. If, if you look at your season, and, and and I mentioned what you guys have done in in the CAF and and how well you've played then. And the form that you've shown in the league is not what you guys would want and, and not what, what your fans expect. But it's the same team, essentially. Yes, it's two different competitions. It must be frustrating succeeding on one end, but not on the other, and taking serious, serious criticism for, for those, and I don't want to say they're failures, but uh, for, for the performances you've been putting into the league. Yeah, we, we, we know that uh, we haven't been uh, performing great, you know, uh, domestically, you know, so we, we like, we were trying to, 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 to work on it and uh, to do our best, you know, because we know that uh, people always criticize, you know, saying that you, you play well in Africa, but then when we come home, we don't uh, give the same uh, performance as we do in Africa, you know, so we, we are trying to change that, you know, because it's, it's, it's something that people are trying to install in our heads that we can't perform home. Uh, domestically, but then we are able to 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 perform uh, in Africa, you know. So uh, after this uh, uh, result, you know, against Chiefs, you know, so we 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 are like working to, towards uh, being consistent, you know, uh, winning domestically, you know, because that, that's what we also want, you know, to 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 get points, you know, to be up there again, you know, because uh, to be down there, it's, it's not nice, you know, uh, it's, it's a bit frustrating. But then uh, we we don't. Have, let that you know, go into our heads, you know. So we're just uh, keeping our ground on, uh, on our feet on the ground, you know, and just uh, working hard and then try to, to get uh, three points in every game that we play. And it's been around three years since you, you moved from Free State Stars to, to Orlando Pirates. You, you, you cemented your place uh, in, in the team there now. Not often you get an opportunity to get on the score sheet, but Saturday you did. That must have been a great feeling. 
Yeah, it was a great feeling, you know. And uh, I've played, uh, I think, about three times, you know. Um, two losses, one goal, you know. So uh, after winning this one, you know, you know, and scoring a goal, you know, so it, it was something great for me, you know. So uh, as long as uh, I get that uh, opportunity to play, you know, I always want to score, you know. So it it, it came it came out right uh, over the weekend, so I was uh, delighted. Another another derby this coming weekend, Telkom knockout semi final. It's uh, it's going. I mean, Kaiser Chiefs will obviously want revenge. It's it's going to be another great game, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, but then uh, we 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 want to focus on on Ajax first, you know, before we say we, we proceed to to the Chiefs game, you know. So we know that the weekend's game is very important, you know, because it's the Telkom semi final, you know. So we get the cup, you know. So it's not about points, they. Uh, it's about uh, going through to the final, you know. So the the best team will 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 put three waves, you know, twenty uh, minutes on on, on, uh, on on Saturday. Yep, but as you rightly mentioned before, then though Wednesday night, uh, Ajax Cape Town, they're going to be a, a tough prospect. They're a young, up and coming side. They've proved their worth in 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 the various cup competitions, particularly this season. They're not going to be not going to be easy to beat, are they? Yeah, they have, you know, proven themselves, you know. So uh, we know that they're not an easy team, you know, uh, especially playing home, you know. So uh, we we would have to uh, work, you know, uh, twice as hard for us to to get the three points and then to come back home, you know, happy, and then we're gonna be able to to focus on Chiefs. Ayanda Ngaba, thank you so much for your time on the PSL Radio Show. Second job tonight, safe travels to Cape Town, and we look forward to seeing you in action again on Wednesday night. All right, thank you very much. PSL Radio Show. It was a great weekend of football, and uh, you know, one of the biggest wins and their first win of the season was Jomo Cosmos' one-nil win over Polokwane City. And I had to have a quiet chuckle to myself, uh, Jomo Sono, saying, uh, "It feels like seeing your newborn baby for the first time." He added. Uh, that uh, he's excited and they do want to improve. So just shows you what it means to, to a, a legend of South African football to win uh, a match in the PSL. PSL Radio Show Second Jala returns on Thursday. I'm Brad Brown. I've been in for Dwayne DeLockett this evening. Dwayne's still under the weather following his medical procedure last week. He'll be back very, very soon. And big news out of England, staying with football news, Aston Villa appointed a brand new manager, uh, Rime Guards, who uh, was uh, coach of Lyon, former Arsenal player as well, joining them. We'll see if he he makes an appearance tonight at White Hart Lane when they take on uh, Tottenham Hotspur. That's it for tonight. Coming up next, it is the Talk Shop. We'll have uh, more sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witten. Right now, though, it is 7 o'clock in time for your news with Greg Close.